What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. I am your co-host, Mr. Benjamin Rayside, and today we are continuing our Marvel movie marathon. We have left, sadly, the MCU and are now going to talk this week about Punisher Warzone, the second Punisher film in our Marvel Marathon, I think the last Punisher film, unfortunately, unless something comes out, unless Kevin Feige reveals something big. But uh, today we're going to be discussing Punisher Warzone from 2008. And I said we, because joining me today, as always, in the Marvel Movie Marathon are my loyal co-hosts. First off, Mr. Ethan Wensloff. Ethan, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm always excited to watch a movie that features some parkour in it. And nonetheless, some very exciting parkour action. We'll dive into it later, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. I am also very excited to be here to talk about this very mixed bag of a movie that really I have never seen before. And I don't think I've met anyone who has seen this movie before. But joining us also here today is Mr. Micah Hat. How are you, Micah? Hey, sports fans. Uh, I'm doing great. <laughs> You know, I, I consumed a lot of content this weekend, this uh, three-day weekend. I uh, started playing Metal Gear Solid. Ooh. Great game. Okay. Uh, that's on the PS1. The first but, one? Yeah, the first one. Oh, and it's not the... There's, like, one on the NES, but whatever. Um, I finished Andor, finished Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I am all Whoa, caught up. Oh, you were busy. Oh, yeah. I was busy this weekend. And uh, started Last of Us. Watched that today. And then I also watched Punisher Warzone. Ooh. And I got to say... This was certainly an hour and 40. Oh. <laughs> this was certainly one of the movies of 2008. That's for sure. Sure was something I watched this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, today we'll be talking about Punisher Warzone. But before we get into it, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel where we post these podcasts and a bunch of other epic videos, as well as uh, go follow our channel on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But uh, with all that out of the way, Let's jump into this multiverse and head over to Punisher, the Punisher universe, the Marvel Knights universe. The Marvel Knights. This deal is going down tonight. Somebody has to punish the corrupt. On December 5th. Ray Stevenson is the Punisher. Punisher War Zone. This is just the beginning. Oh, very nice. Dude, John Bernthal, he's got nothing <laughs> on this guy. John Menthol. Ray Stevenson? John is that Menthol, who? yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Ray Peekson, more like? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Punisher Warzone. This came out in December 5th of 2008. December 5th, 2008 was a great year. A great month for movies. Oh, but not but for certainly, this movie. Certainly not. I don't think, at least, this movie was among those great films that were released in the year of 2008. But uh, for those of you who have seen this before, Ethan has typed up a summary so you can kind of recollect your thought. But if you're, if you're like me, and I assume Micah and Ethan, and you're just, uh, you, you've never seen it before and are just watching it for the first time, uh, we've also got this summary here for you just to give you a refresher and to keep you up to date 
for the content that we've just put into our brains. Yeah, Ben, I love how you open it up by saying, for those of you who may have seen this, because honestly, let's be real, I don't know a single person who has ever watched this movie. Who's ever even heard of this movie? Yes, (laughs) even heard of it. Yeah, the fact that this came out right after Hulk and right after Iron Man, baffling. But yes, let's dive into some of the the logistics of this film. This film was directed by Lexi Alexander, who is a female director directing this violent movie, and she's actually the first female director to really direct a movie to this uh, level with this violence and the rated R-ness of it. And uh, the writer was Nick Santora. And the cast of this is Ray Stevenson as Frank Castle, notably not Thomas James. And, uh, very notably. I very notably, say. yeah. And Dominic West as Billy slash Jigsaw. Julie Benz as Angela. Doug Hutchinson as Looney Bin Jim. And Collins Solomon or Salmon as Paul Budaninsky. Yeah, let's let's see if that was a right pronunciation. Nice what did you say, Mike? I said nice job. Oh, thank you. Um, good stuff. Good That's stuff. probably right. So oh, the yeah. Punisher, hell-bent on punishing the gangsters responsible for the death of his family and countless others, Frank Castle finds himself on a violent path of destru- destruction, waging a one-man war against the despicable crime family led by the villain known as Jigsaw. That sounds like a, a, a typical bare-bones plot of a yeah. Punisher movie. Sure does. You give me that? All right. Okay. I'm going to go watch The Punisher, War Zone. The history of The Punisher on this podcast is very, very controversial. (laughs) If you're not aware. Very divisive. I, we watched 2004's Punisher starring Thomas Jane. I absolutely loved the film. I gave it an eight. Micah and Ethan had different thoughts. They did not so much love the film. And it's, it's still a running joke to this day, which I assume will still be talked about in today's episode. But I want to see going into this movie, because they have similar IMDb scores. They vary few. Thomas Jane's Punisher, I believe, edges this out by a few points. But I want to see where we're at with Punisher Warzone. I just watched this film today. Micah, you just are fr- the freshest you could ever be oh, off yeah. of Punisher Warzone. What did you think? Right out of the movie theater, man. All right, so. Um, he took a time machine, actually. I took a time machine back to 2008. I was six years old. Oh, Dang, boy. That, that is epic, man. Can you believe that? Uh, so, Punisher Warzone. What is there to say about it? I got to say, uh, I got the 4K Blu-ray. Brilliant colors on that bad boy. It looks uh, real nice. Yeah, it's for a, sure. It's a cool looking movie. I, I got to say, I, I they think they did a nice job with the set design and the colors and the lights and the 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 costumes. I think were pretty good too. Punisher's armor was was really well done, and uh, the guns all look cool. And it makes me want to shoot some guns and go blow stuff up. It, <laughs> it's a man movie, right? Right, uh, right. I, I think what it does well, it does really well. And then what it doesn't do so well. It doesn't need to be well in there. You know what I mean? Like that. There's mm. there's good spots. There's bad spots. But the bad spots, nah. You know who cares? Mm. It's a it's a it's an explosion gun movie. It's it's not it's no John Wick. Right. It's but, not trying to be anything more than yeah. The story is the weakest gun. part. Yeah. But doesn't really care about the story in in this early Marvel movie like this. And they weren't planning on making it part of a, a greater MCU. So of course they're not gonna emphasize well, that we are going to actually talk about a greater universe there was possibly. a greater universe plan for this movie but with the marvel knights uh but for me i'm pretty positive about this movie 
Oh, boy. I, I think okay. I think uh, I think we, we're gonna have a, a bit of a discussion about this. So, Ethan, are, are you someone who who cares about the story? Oh, the story is the most important part of what? What is a movie? A movie's a story, and if you don't have a story, then you don't have a movie. And to me, this is the biggest fault flaw with this movie is the writing. I felt it. I don't normally feel the horribleness of the writing, but I felt it. And you know who else felt it? Thomas James, because he was initially signed on to reprise the role in this movie, but then he read the script and he said, you know what? See you later. I, I can do better. I can do better things with my career than this. And he made a wise decision, in my opinion. I think this movie is one of the worst ones we've seen in a while. Wow. And it's just got a goofy energy to it. It couldn't decide what it wanted to be. So I had the pleasure of watching those with my lifelong friend David Cap last night and thank goodness I watched it with someone because I would not have made it through this otherwise and he he noted that uh this this felt like a DC movie in mm. some ways and I'm like you know what you're kind of right just with the the darkness tone and to me it felt the most like Batman and Robin because mm. they have a lot of goofy antics and energy thrown into this movie but then it's horribly gruesomely violent at times too this movie doesn't know who its audience is it doesn't know who it's writing for that that's what i think the biggest flaw of this movie is and i uh, i'm not a fan of it no the action yeah. was great i like the uh, uh I, I don't know him uh hanging from a chandelier by his knees doing 360s oh yeah that was pretty epic. see i that, forgave that one that's not for me I forgave that one because it started off there. And I was like, okay, all right. If we're going to start here, it has to keep this up. It has to keep this goofiness up. Yeah, it set the but, rules of what the fights could be. Which is way more than physics will allow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, if you're signing up for this movie, then, I mean, I guess that's where you want to Yeah, they let you know what it is right away. It had right to start right. with, that, with that choreography. I, I thought that it you know, once I saw someone's face get blown off on camera, I, whoa, all right, we're in for a for right. a bloody movie. Well, the dude's head gets lopped off right away. Yeah, he slices yeah. it, and you see it in camera, too. That, that's that's how you know that they don't care about a rating. They're, they're, no, they're right. going for full R right there. You have to with The Punisher. The Punisher oh, yeah. is a character who deserves an R rating because of how violent the character is. Same goes for Deadpool. The same would go for Wolverine if he got the true R rating like he did in Logan. So there are certain characters who just demand that. For me, this was... What's frustrating about this movie, and I, it ca came to me halfway through, what's frustrating about this movie is we are in the year 2008. We are at the end of the year 2008. We're going into 2009. Movies like Iron Man, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, X-Men, The Last... Spider-Man 2. These movies all exist... And yet, a movie like Punisher Warzone can get put out. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, I can forgive it for being this goofy, horrible like action. That's the first and foremost thing we're going to focus on. But at the end of the day, I want more than that in my superhero storytelling. We're starting to reach a point where, I mean, you get the Dark Knight this that exact year which is still to this day, in my opinion, the greatest superhero movie ever made. So to then go down to here, it's just frustrating because there's so many choices in this movie, regardless of however, whether or not it's goofy, 
that just make me scratch my head. And it's <laughs> the relationship between Jigsaw and his brother mainly being one of them. That made me uncomfortable at times. You look fantastic, brother. And cut these off. Now, Pixie, go open the doors of every other cell. Lead everybody out the front door. Sure thing, Billy. Jigsaw. I'll take care of this guy. Oh, no, brother. Fatso's mine. At other times, it was just really odd and strange, and it was just so many, like, he's dancing around the room, banging his head on mirrors. Very awkward, not engaging, and cringe-inducing. Hmm. So I don't think, I, I didn't really like this movie either. And from someone who really liked the first Thomas Jane Punisher, it's a big step down, in my opinion. But Micah, you said you're pretty positive on this movie. I'm pretty positive on this movie. I so besides like... It looks nice, and I agree with you on that one. What else really was? What else really did it for you? I really like that um, the entire sequence in the hotel at the end of the movie. I like that whole like he. Most of the fight is just um like right at the start. That other mob comes in. That last mob comes in. They're like, "I'm here for the Punisher party," and then they get out of their AK-47s, and then they just shoot up the other gang. Half the fight's already done. I think <laughs> that was a bit comical to me yes uh and then I, I love the the ridiculous nature of how he just jumps 12 feet from one building to the next building into the wood planks well he, he learned that it. from the parkour guys oh, earlier of course. Like, oh i, I can of do course. that yeah oh, that, uh, uh, i i love um how he just goes room to room and shoots everybody up it's it's cool I like it. I like guns. Guns are cool. And then I, my favorite part, he sticks the one gun into the one room and then shoots the grenade in there. I and did like poof, that. Explodes yes. and then he shoots the remaining survivor. Very gruesome, though. Yes. Very violent. This might be the most violent movie we've seen. I Not think the most blood, e though. Easily. The blood, yeah. the blood shower well, yeah. and blade was. Yeah, uh, the blood rave. But yeah. as far as like, dude, this guy like was he like blew off someone's head oh yeah one of the shot like one shot and you just see it the cgi was a little iffy but you see hey it's 2008 it's 2008 i mean we did yeah just we've only had iron man, iron man for but, standards <laughs> well i mean iron man was being made at the same time as this masterpiece just around so. yeah, you're right <laughs> you're right you're right yeah I, I will admit it's not perfect ethan is right no. the story is a big part of this movie or a, a big part of what makes movies movies uh, and if you don't have a good story, then, you know, what's the point? And a similar argument that I, I made with Ghost Rider, it's not about the mm. story for some action movies. How many action movies have you seen that, sure, aren't the best movie in the world, but have the action that don't have that great a story? Mm. So I think that it, it's just uh, a sacrifice that they thought was was good back then, was that you can just throw the story in the trash and then just have some sort of skeleton of a of an arc going and like they don't explain much with the the mom and daughter and why the daughter is so attached to <laughs> Frank why <laughs> I don't get that at all there are so many plot holes you can point out in this movie but 
we're here for the action. I was here for the action. I knew going in, yes. okay, I wanted to see blood. I wanted to see uh, dismemberment. I wanted to see decapitations. I thought that was, and I, I got it. A yeah, lot more but than to I me, the, the action scenes are nothing special. Nothing special. But compared to the first movie, I think that this does a better job of showing the gruesomeness of Punisher. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Yeah. I agree the with that. The first one was a lot of guns I and just like blowing up things. This one was more I think blood. the first one tried to tell a more emotionally impactful story. Definitely. Whether or not it succeeded on that is up for debate still to this day. But this one definitely was more action. Mm-hmm. For sure. But... With, the, with that, with the sacrifice of the story, if we're going there, comes this decision at the end of the movie, which really was, was like, I feel no emotion here, was the decision between you have your choice, a typical hero's choice. Save the mother and the daughter or save your best The guy who friend. ruined Jurassic Park. You could call him that, yes. Which, that's another thing in this. There's a lot of actors that I just know from, like, random things. things yeah. you Al's know? Toy Barn. The, the most random actors in this movie. Like, so, Wayne Knight out of nowhere. So, the, um, the uh, black police officer, he is in Arrow, the first few seasons of Arrow, as the love interest for um, Arrow's mom, I'm pretty sure. So, that was another thing that was like, okay... But the choice given at the end is, I, I feel like it's supposed to be this big emotional choice. And we've seen Wayne Knight in like two previous scenes, but it's supposed to be his best friend. And, and go, you know, uh, what, you, go ahead. The, also Wayne Knight's buddy who they, uh, the Punisher teams up with earlier in the film. He, and then uh, the, hold on, let me. Hey, put I, some respect. To, his name I, is Micro. Uh, not, I'm not talking micro, about Micro. Yeah. I'm talking about Micro's buddy. That, oh, Micro's buddy. That yeah, protects let me, the mom and the daughter. There, I, I wrote the quote down. It's, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? The uh, Looney Bin Jim. Yeah. Is that his actual name? Yeah, Looney Bin Jim. LBJ. As, <laughs> as he's killing this dude, you know what he goes? I asked you a question. Ew, I yeah. asked you a He's holding an axe oh, yeah, that guy. for context. Yeah, that's Looney Bin Jim. He kills this guy, and then the Punisher runs up the next scene, and he's, like, emotional. He is ripped apart, too, we man. We have had nothing yeah. to do with that character. Yep. Why do I care? Why does the Punisher care? He met him yesterday. You know how much death the Punisher sees? That's what I don't get, is how quickly he turns. Like, at no point when this Punisher has his character moments... Do I think, yeah, that guy's a brutal murderer? No, the, the disconnect is too strong. Yeah. And I also want to highlight this now that I have the mic. It's 25 minutes into this movie before the Punisher says his first line. That's true. He's silent for a while. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. I noticed that. That was very noticeable. Whether or not that's good or not, I don't, I don't mind that. I thought it was fine. It's I didn't just notice. noticeable that he says absolutely nothing he's just a cold i was like and i was left confused for a while at why he was so like pissed yeah his motives and are and then it was like oh weird. he was sad about the fbi guy i thought he was just evading yeah that is guys. not clear at all no it's not oh, clear they're not clear on his intentions at all and i i feel like the punisher isn't the punisher more like punishing bad law uh practices and taking the law into your own hands more sort of thing. Cr- Crime boss. Crime focus. That's more crime Daredevil. Daredevil's okay. like when the justice system fails, that's when I come in. Okay. Punisher is... I, 
It, if you're doing I, I watched, wrong, you're getting killed. I watched the Punisher show, the Netflix one, yeah. and it looked like that one was more um, against the system and against how it treated him and how they had they killed his family. Yeah, that's a different interpretation yeah, of yeah. the character. But okay, okay. I wasn't sure if that was more of the comic. I'd say this is more accurate to the comics. And okay. Punisher is very like, if he kills, he doesn't kill innocent people. That's his, his thing. He kills the people who are guilty. Mm-hmm. That's, he he, he uh, inflicts punishment on people who deserve it that, in his eyes. So, yes, the character killing an undercover FBI agent would mess him up in the comics. But the way it's executed in this film is just horrible. So Punisher is, I agree with you on that. And Punisher, what's also frustrating is that he's a very easy character to write for. Anyone knows his morals and where he's at. He's a brand name. I mean, the logo is everywhere. Mm-hmm. He is a brutal killer. But his background is what makes his story so heartbreaking. The death of his wife and kids. We get two seconds of that. In this we movie. get pretty much two seconds of that. And so there are touches of that emotional side of him. For example, when the wife walks out with the gun and she points it at him and he's like... Your husband taught you how to do this. Point it here. And he points it to his heart. And in that moment, you you actually almost feel for the character. In a better movie, I like that scene. But it's like, as Ethan said, the conflicting tones of this movie don't allow you to f- sit in these emotions for any time at all. Because then you're taken back to goofy Jigsaw and his brother dancing around and those weird, like, hoodlums that they that oh, they man. recruit when he whatever. jumps from building the billy and he, he's dude. just exploding mid-air oh. so <laughs> yeah for, okay for context the there's this a group of three hoodlums and they're uh doing parkour on rooftops and the punisher wants to get some information out of them they're doing flips over buildings you know, they just casually, it's a scene. It, cuts it looks like it. b-roll almost yeah literally like, they're just jumping around oh, they're getting away that, the the one of the guys jumps and mid jump just explodes, gets hit with a rocket launcher. This scene, <laughs> I rewatched this scene a couple times because of how absurd it was. Me and both uh, <laughs> my friend David burst out laughing. Oh, it was! It so was funny. I just, audibly gasped because yeah. it came out of nowhere. I was like, "Oh, okay, whoa!" <laughs> this guy just got blew he up. Rocket launches one guy, snipes the other guy in the forehead, and then shoots the other guy in both legs. And that's the other thing. You're like. None of those guys decided to move at all during that time as he takes out his gun, snipes the guy in the face, moves his gun, snipes the guy. Ben, do you blame him? Your friend was just exploding. No, no, no. No, This is my problem with the very first fight scene (laughs) when he enters that room where they're all at the dining room table. He lops that dude's head off (laughs) and then proceeds to kill a guy very slowly, kill another guy very slowly. Nobody had a gun. No, they pull out guns like five minutes later. I'm like, Jeez. what are you five doing? Minutes too late. What are you yeah. doing? Where are the guards? This is like yeah. the mob boss, and there's no guards in this room yeah. trained on whatever could be punishing the guys. Come on. <laughs> it definitely, this movie definitely harkens back to early days of Marathon. It reminds you know, me of Blade. Blade Trinity. Definitely. Your Electra, your Daredevil. No, don't. Oh, no, don't. No, 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 no. Not Electra. Not Electra. Oh, don't associate this movie with Blade. Blade is 
Yeah, a I don't whole like, different level. I, I do associate it with Trinity. Electra, Micah. Really? That's what it should be associated yes, with. It's that, Electra I and Daredevil. I feel like it's more on the level of Daredevil, though. But, but Electra I, and Daredevil are, are close. They're right there. They're Did both, we rank in it my opinion. Similar? I, no, no, no. Electra was way worse. I think that that Daredevil had at least some some decent fight choreography. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah. Electra. The, 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 the thing is, there were decent. There were some <laughs> decent things to some of those movies. Man, you're just throwing up on that word. I, 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 almost, I don't even want to say it. But it hurts him. It, this movie belongs in that pile, I feel like. Whereas we just got done with even Incredible Hulk, which was not bad at all. It's a six and a half is what I gave it, I think. I think I was the highest one, though. Yeah, we're, it, but it at five and a half. It's just, again, it's just frustrating that's what I feel the whole time I'm watching this movie. It's just frustrating watching this movie that is so early 2000s, early superhero movie. We've learned nothing from... There, like, there's no passion involved like with Iron Man. And when you have a movie like that that changes the game in such a way as that... Like, I was just watching an interview with Kevin Feige back in the Iron Man. I was watching those those special features, actually, that Ethan was talking about. And he was like, I want people that when they go away from Iron Man to say, wow, that was a, re- that was a really good movie. I, I really enjoyed Iron Man's, the, the character of Tony Stark. I wasn't bored. And that, that's where people go. That's where people gravitate towards a good story because the characters are interesting. None of that's going on here. And so you just need to try harder. You, you just, well, not try harder, but just have a passion and, you know, want to produce it. It's like these studios have this idea, okay, we want this for money, so now let's hire someone who we think would be a good fit. Instead of John Favreau being like, hey, I absolutely love the Iron Man story. Let me take this character and build a universe around him. And it's, it's just, it's so apparent with this movie and a few others that are coming up on this list, on the, in this marathon, that it's just yeah, Iron Man. Iron Man did change a game, and maybe in a pre-Iron Man day and age, this movie would pass. But yeah, Iron Man's been out, and we've had the quality of Spider Man and X Men. Even yeah, even in a day and age where X Men has come out, I say this movie shouldn't pass. So it, I like you said, there's no heart in this movie. There, there's. It feels like a cash grab. There's moments. Cash grab. But it's interesting you say that. Yes. Because this movie is notable for being (laughs) the least profitable Marvel movie that we will be watching in this list. Uh, It made, what is this? Does it say $1 million? Oh. No way. No. No, no. $10 million. It made $10 million. The next closest one is probably like New Mutants or something. Oh my gosh, he's so right. This movie. I think the lost. next close one would be Hulk, wouldn't it? Hulk? Incredible Hulk. Uh, $10 million Punisher made fifty. Ten million dollars is like chump low, change. Low. That's chump change. They, right it, this movie cost thirty-five million. Yeah. For reference, they lost twenty-five million dollars on this movie. They only made twenty-nine percent of the the budget. Why is Punisher such a big like brand nowadays? I have no idea. I, I know that cops like to put that symbol on their car, like the the skulls. My uncle has one. Yeah, it uh, it means more. They actually had to change the Punisher logo because yeah, of this. you were telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. So the Punisher logo now is different. It's a different looking skull. It's because uh, people took it 
and it basically just became like a a hardcore manly symbol. Like, oh yeah. yeah. And Marvel was like, we got to disassociate ourselves uh, with this. Yeah. You can't have that. No. <laughs> but do you guys think that this movie is worth the ten million dollars that it worth brought in? the time I spent watching it? No. No, it's I, not. Personally, I don't think that it's the lowest on our list. No, I don't I, think that this is I okay, close. I agree with you on that. I don't think it's the lowest on this movie. Like the worst movie we've seen? Th- this will yeah. Uh, according to money, this is the worst movie Marvel has ever put out. Yeah. Well, also like promotion-wise, how big was this promoted? Because I never heard of this until we sat down and made our grand list yeah. of what we we're gonna watch. Whenever I'd look up Punisher movies, I would always just kind of gloss over these and just go right to the TV show with John Bernthal. Oh wait, hold on. You know what? Uh, I can add seventeen dollars to their box office because I bought the 4K oh, Blu-ray. Oh, go, man. <laughs> Boom. All right, plus seventeen. Actually, Boom. you know what? Add four more dollars. Four I, more. I rented, All right, I rented guys, it we're on getting Amazon. close. Did you really rent it? Yeah. Ten million. I know. I uh, didn't have a peacock, and I didn't words. didn't want to watch watch it with ads. Whatever. Oh, dude. I feel bad. I have Peacock. I know I would, you do. I would have lent you I mine. W- I watched it at 11 last night. I wasn't trying to call you and mess with your, your sleep. Our contribution to watching that. this movie is the biggest percentage we can have to any of the movies on this list. <laughs> You're right. Just so you guys know. We made a bigger impact on this wow. movie than any other movie on this list. We're, we're making an impact, guys. Yeah. Multiverse One, one movie at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one Punisher film We're keeping Marvel in business. Time. Oh, yeah. Keeping them afloat. This Marvel Knights brand is going to succeed because of us. Yeah, so hold on. I want to talk about that real quick. Because instead of, for context, if you've seen the movie, every Marvel movie has the Marvel logo right there. You know, it's red and white, the traditional red and silver if you're watching MCU films. And this time, instead of Marvel, it has Marvel Knights in black and yes, white yeah. lettering. Which I was confused cool intro. about. It was cool. The con- the panel, the slideshow that was cool and so i looked into it this was supposed to start well because i think they were looking at what and the mc was doing and they're and like every, like yeah this was supposed to be this a start. this ain't your this ain't your kids marvel movies this is your man's marvel movie right here so marvel knights was yeah and, and go ahead i guess we were supposed to get more we do have one more coming up. Spirit Ghost Rider, Spirit, Spirit of Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, is I that also a Ghost, Marvel uh, Knights? That's yes. a Marvel Knights the, movie. The first Ghost Rider is not though, right? No, no, no. Punisher, Warzone, and Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance are the only ones. Yeah, I think they're at the point where if they have Marvel in the logo, they have to differentiate. Like, okay, yeah, we're Marvel Knights. Like, we're not associated with Marvel Studios. Just for Marvel. Oh, there's yeah. references sake. of Marvel Knights and different things, different properties. Um, but if you guys aren't familiar, the members of uh, the Ultimate Marvel, Marvel Knights, are Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, and Spider-Man. So, potentially, we could be seeing the Marvel Knights coming up here soon. That would be actually sick. We have season two of Moon Knight confirmed, if, right? Well, do we? I thought so. I no, thought that was a one and done. It, this, the rumors are that they're going to have a second season before Secret Wars. I would love that. That would, that be, would cool. be nice. Shadow Drop, a season of Moon Knight. <laughs> uh, Daredevil, he's back. Doctor Strange is a big part. Shang-Chi, we just got Shang-Chi movie, and now we're uh, hopefully going to see more of him in the future. Uh, Iron Fist, I haven't heard anything about Iron Fist recently, but they could always throw in some other. Black Panther, Inhumans, um, 
mutants have all been part of Marvel Knights. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. There's there's tons of uh, just one-off characters that we or even big characters that they just throw into into this Marvel Knights brand. But the only movies that are associated just with the Marvel two. Knights are Ghost Rider, yeah. Spirit of Vengeance, which we have yet to review, and Punisher, Warzone. And apparently, uh, they took influence to the Black Panther movie too, because Black Panther oh. had a had a Marvel Knights run, twenty ninety nine. Really? Yeah. So that's where Spider Man is. That where Spider Man twenty ninety nine comes from? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that got its own run, and okay. then that spawned Punisher twenty ninety nine, Carnage twenty ninety nine. There's Daredevil 2099, Black Panther 2099. There's a whole 2099 future era like story in the comics, which is actually really interesting if you ever wanted to look into it. Yeah, and then we've got Spider-Man 2099 in Into the Spider-Verse, or this new one. That is true. That is true. Maybe we'll see him in the the next one. Could be. Doubt it. Yeah, that's cool you mentioned Black Panther because it, it, it was in the eyes of... The creators, because going back to Wesley Snipes, when before he got cast as Blade, he's like, I, I, I want to make Black Panther. I want to be T'Challa. Which, I mean, who knows what the world would be if that yeah, was true. It'd be a you crazy know? different world. Wouldn't it? Insane. I mean, I'm glad he played Blade. Even still yeah, to this day. I mean, you said, such you an said iconic it, role. man. That is the greatest thing that, regardless of our you know, experience in the Marvel movie Marathon... Through this podcast, watching those at least the first two for made sure. it all worth it. Made 100%. all these uh, movies we're trekking through now worth it. And I mean, for me, Punisher, the first one. Let's let's talk about that. The first one because yeah. this was initially written to be a sequel, sequel, man. but we know that in the context of this movie, that is a very different Punisher because. Yeah. The flashbacks to the origin, they are a different origin. Yep. They barely talk about his, yeah. his past in this movie. It's Which just that, hurts, that one shot hurts. where he's in front of the gravestone and he's crying over it. and uh, That's just to give us that little bit of motivation for... To remind you. Yeah, yeah. relating to this yep. mom and daughter and having that remorse for killing the FBI agent. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we get that for. And we see that a little bit in the Punisher show, too. I mean, that's why he relates to... I don't remember their family's name, but uh, because the one guy's in hiding and he watches over the mom and the son or the, the, the I believe kids. that's actually Micro. Is that Micro? I think that is in Micro. The show? Yes, Micro is in the Punisher show. Yeah. Oh, that's I forgot that was his with. name. I watched well, yeah. five episodes of that show. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense that yep. it was Micro. Yeah. He's I, the guy I, in the chair. I almost finished season two. I dropped it because it was bad. But yeah. yeah. Uh, it was... Yeah, if that's if that's comic accurate, where he watches over uh, some mom and kids, then kind I think they did of, a yeah okay job with it. Like eh. like we said, the story was the story not the is first definitely weak concern. And when I go to watch anything, the first thing I look at is the story. Characters are they relatable? Can I? relate to these characters. I want to I don't be, see myself shooting the heads off of the see, Italian mafia. <laughs> the problem with me the problem with me is though, you said the action really stood out to you. I just watched John Wick like four days. Okay, ago. John Wick's a different level, man. That exactly. is Exactly. So I look at this for two thousand eight right behind John Wick and I'm like, yo, John Wick just blows this out of the water. What action movies did we have in two thousand eight? Did we was taken out yet? Well, even Matrix-wise. Taken came out that year, too. So I think it was just overshadowed by all of these other really well, good I mean, action movies that had already been out. Movies that Dark are good. Knight. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how the industry tends to be. 
I think that in a, in a year full of great movies, for this to come out in December, people just didn't want to see another action movie. I don't, yeah. I don't want to see well, Punisher at Christmas plus it's, time. Yeah, yeah, it's Christmas December time, 5th. Man. Who's going to... Yeah, a very odd release date. What other movies came out? Let me look this up. And so something that... Uh, obviously, we have our discourse on the first Punisher, but something that I definitely agreed on with Ben was I thought the first... like hour of that movie was really good the whole family stuff and yeah just the i i bought into thomas jane's character and i i liked the world that they built around that i just thought what followed after that first hour was not good but this movie i think has nothing going for it at all i mean tactically uh this punisher looks more tactical you know thomas jane's punisher shows up to a fight in a black t-shirt with a skull on it but th- this Punisher looks like he's ready to fight. I love his costume with the the big collar that covers yeah. up his neck and the, the turtleneck. The turtleneck, yeah. yeah. If you can call it okay, that. Okay, it wasn't a turtleneck. It was a lot looser. I, I thought it looked practical and made him look kind of sinister in a way. I don't know. It was, it was very it, it it was very like suit ish. It wasn't as loud as what a different Punisher might be. It wasn't yeah. as uh, so the John Bernthal when he wears the skull on his chest, it's all bloody and. Um, you know, tainted with the the bullet holes and all that. Yeah, this looks more like you said, like a suit. He's going to war, all dressed up nice. <laughs> I liked it. So we've all we've all seen the pun all three Punishers now, all of their iterations. And since we will not be doing a review on the Punishers series, I wanted to get your guys's take on. I mean, I think we know, but what is the best Punisher iteration thus far? John Bernthal. I mean. Yeah, it's John Bernthal. Hands down. It's John Bernthal. Yeah. yeah. Like, without like, a doubt. I think John Bernthal doing any role is just automatically a win. There is one more Punisher movie that came out in the 80s. Yes. We haven't seen yes. that yet. That is Maybe true. that'll be a uh, post-marathon Yeah, me watch. and Ben were just talking about this earlier. We Maybe. Were. just There's for a couple movies that the were Captain missing. America like, movie. The Thing. Did we miss The, the Thing? The Thing. Captain America. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And then we also... I mean, there's even uh, The Trial of Bruce Banner, Ooh. which is... Uh, takes TV place movie. during the Incredible yeah. Hulk series, but it does it's a have TV Daredevil film with Daredevil, yes. and I believe Thor actually shows up. He shows up in one of the episodes. I don't know I if know, it's yeah, that one. That's true. So might be a post show once we get done with this in like 2024. Yeah. So so this movie came out in 2008, but I believe it takes place in 2011. Whoa, it's a future movie. Yes, Why because. Do you say that? Uh, when he goes to visit the gravestones, their death says uh, 2007 is when they died. That's 2002, didn't it? What 2002? Did it I thought it was 2002. It said 07. I was like, oh, that's my, that's my No, it was 07. I'm confident okay. in that. All right. Because then they I'll say the next scene. Four years. He's he says been Punisher. he's been the Punisher for four years. Oh, you're right. So I think this is a, a future movie. So instead of oh. comparing this to 2008 films, we have to now compare it to 2011 films. <laughs> Oh, no. Which means that's comparable to Transformers Dark of the Moon. Yeah. Oh. Instead of uh, other 2008 movies such as Twilight and Kung Fu Panda oh. and Wally. Oh. Dude, See, Kung this Fu was Panda, a great year. man. Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. 2008 was a great year 2008 for 2008 was a great year. If only for The Dark Knight. That alone is what you need to do. Madagascar but, 2. Oh, man. Great movie. Great movie. So, well, you know what? I want to say this. Do you guys have anything else to say before we go favorite character, favorite scene? Yeah, let me. I got a few yeah. things to highlight. Yeah. So Jigsaw, uh, if you look up his comic look, it's actually really, really 
closely accurate. I thought the prosthetics were pretty good on his face. Yeah, and the way he falls into that glass that machine, was, that is that is actually genuinely like this movie's gruesome, man. unnerving, unnerving. It made yeah. me feel ugh, gross. <laughs> and there's this one scene where they're having a board meeting, and there are these wine glasses that the stems. I'm not kidding you. Are like a foot long, and my brain was like, "Why the heck are those stems so long on oh, those wine glasses?" Think? And then the next the same scene, he uses the wine glass, yeah. stabs it through a guy's neck, shatters like, the top. That, that's prop. That's the prop department there right go. there. Check out his gun. Yeah. So can confirm the jigsaw look is really spot on. Wow. Okay. Costuming department plus for them. Maybe I'll move my point up a half a point. <laughs> Whoa! Nice. I also want to up seven points. Highlight the scene in the house where the Punisher, uh, that guy is snorting cocaine, mm. and the Punisher punches him, and his fist goes through his whole skull. Oh yeah! Right through superhuman the... strength. Yeah. in some scene. Is that physically possible? Yeah, it's a comic book. It doesn't matter. I I think um, yeah, that's true. The the part of the movie that was like okay, yeah, that's not happening. Um, was when the uh, the guy who was just hacked with that the the axe. Yes, he's laying on the ground, and um, Frank comes up to him and he's like, "Oh man, what happened to you?" And he's like, "I'm not." <laughs> I'm not going to let you die here. Oh, man, what oh. happened to you? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> that, that's exactly how he delivers a lot. He's just like, there's a huge gash. This stuff is definitely missing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty... I, I've never seen uh, an axe wound like that in a movie where it's uh, more than just a, a, a little gash there in the There was the a front. lot of blood in this movie. There was a lot of blood in this movie. Yep. Not as much as Blade, but definitely more gruesome, I would say. Yeah, I, I'd say that this has more limbs attached to the blood than mm. just uh blood in general yeah because in blade they had the like they would they would bite people and then there would be blood but in this movie they you know it, it's just i don't know how to describe it watch this movie man i'm recommending this movie oh <laughs> i will not recommend well this movie i'm gonna to recommend you, it but you you do have the blu-ray you can hand out so I do have the, the blu-ray, blu-ray. The 4K. Yes, the 4K. Yeah. That's that's right. Yeah, man. So, Micah, you like this movie a lot. I like this one. Who's your favorite character? <sighs> I'm going to go with... Definitely not the villains. Uh, definitely not the villains. Definitely yeah. not the villains. I'm going with Frank. Classic. You know, main character. Main character. Main okay. character. Uh, I like how... I Can I say my favorite character is the cinematographer? I, I like uh, I like the way he set up those shots. Hmm. I like the way he, he framed Frank in certain scenes. Um, like when he's thinking about his past, you can tell. It's, okay, it's not very often, and it's not very good most of the time, but you see the wisps of, of breath coming out of his nose, and you see the the pain in his eyes sometimes, and you see... How it's lined up, you see the colors, and especially I like the church scene when they're sitting there and, and he's got purple on his face, Punisher's got red on his face. There's yeah. some cool shots in this the movie. The church scene was actually, I would say, a plus of this movie. Yeah. I like that church scene, which, I mean, pretty much any scene that takes place in a church from the superhero movie is pretty so good. So can we and do... And you get the most uh, exposition from Frank Castle yep. in that church scene because you hear true. that... He went to seminary? What? <laughs> yeah, man. That's great. He's like, quoting Bible That was such verses, a long man. time ago, I've erased it from my memory, or <laughs> it's no longer a part of my story. Yeah, they're giving yeah. him some Daredevil origin here. Uh, 
growing up in the church and maybe they were like yeah church. ben affleck daredevil wasn't that great so we're just gonna kind of take daredevil and mash it into the punisher every like i could have wrote this movie better i like i know that's just, it I, okay but let, i'll do it i'll do it oh no way. i just will it's ridiculous <laughs> pitch like it's a feige yeah pitch it pitch it no i want them to produce better Berthold. quality than that <laughs> John Berthold, we're going to kill some dudes. There's going to be a, a mother and a, a girl that are vaguely connected to the story. And there's going to be an FBI, FBI agent that dies. And we're going to be there somehow. Try to make it important. Yeah. And we'll get Wayne Knight. You know, that guy from Seinfeld. He'll come in. He'll do this. <laughs> we're going to get some doped up parkour men. And- there yeah. has to be a line that says Krispy Kreme mother effers in the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Micah's favorite character is a cinematographer. Yeah. I will go. My favorite character is the rocket launcher. That. <laughs> can I take back my answer? <laughs> yeah, can I go rocket launcher too? That was that was the greatest part of the movie. Oh, I don't even. The, I don't even know the if applesauce I have guy. a favorite character. The applesauce guy. No, I that? hated that. You hated that? Yeah, I, I did not too. like that. <laughs> I. I hated the brother. But this is a sequel to your favorite movie. I know. This is your, your favorite character, favorite Ben. Marvel you, you movie. You think this you, has to be the Punisher. How are you having a hard time? You have to take Frank Castle. So you know what? I'm going with the daughter um, with his la- with her lack of motives to <laughs> like Frank Castle. And her flashlight? Yeah, her flashlight. When the power goes out in their house, they, they're like, you have this flashlight, little girl. For the next time the light goes out. I'm going yeah, right. What a dumb line. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Paul Budiansky, oh, which is the cop. You said booty. Which is the cop. Yeah, I did say booty. Who, for two reasons. One, because he's the only competent person in this film. And yes. two, because he says Krispy Kreme mother effers. You know, y'all are, are a bunch are of Krispy Kreme mother effers. I will say I did like his, uh, his buddy cop, uh, Martin Soap. I thought I was, okay. Martin Soap was good. He was a pretty yep. funny uh, comic yes. relief. I liked how he just always gave in to like, Punisher's. Like, let me out of here. Let me help. They also did a horrible job at communicating to the audience how the police and the Punisher's relationship was. Yeah. yeah. Until it was way too late because the, the, the Punisher gets caught like a chump. He gets like a chump. He gets arrested like the biggest loser ever. Like. <laughs> It cuts from him getting a handcuff on one arm, like he's handcuffed to uh, your favorite character, Ben. And then the next scene, they just have him arrested. The Punisher would not give up that easy. No, definitely not. But then later, it's revealed, and I don't know if we're supposed to know this, that they're in cahoots. Because the Martin Soap is... Well, Soap has let him go before. No, because earlier in the movie, he's not the one who lets him go. There's another cop there who lets him go, punches himself in the face... To try to sell it, and he it's tells disease. he tells Martin Soap, he's like, "Yo, dude, the Punisher, he just got the jump on me." We see that same thing with Budiansky, though, because he's brought into the <laughs> into the field to stop the Punisher from getting away with things, and then he ends up letting him get away with things <laughs> for no that, reason. That, <laughs> I'm sorry, Budiansky <laughs> is such an epic last such name. Such a Budiansky. Is he so, in the comics? I don't even know. But there's that uh, is an epic name. That scene when. The the mob goes to the house with the mother and the daughter. Yeah, and it's only Budiansky and Martin Soap that show up, and they're there. Dudes are getting killed. Cops are dying. Uh, gunshots going crazy. It's not until everyone goes in there and uh, Budiansky is held up at gunpoint that Soap he's like, "Oh, I need backup. Get over here." <laughs> It's like, what? Right, what a horrible time on? to call backup. My favorite is when Soap uh, backs up Budiansky <laughs> in the house. 
And then he's like, I'm here, I'm here. He's got his gun. And then Budiasi's like, give me your gun. And then he just dual wields the pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all notice how when Punisher, he's dual wielding pistols sometime, but the sound design is a machine gun. Like also semi-automatic. Yes, yes. Yes. The sound design is not great in this movie. Full auto. There are certain scenes where he's there was a scene when he was sliding and he was he had his mouth open and he was screaming. There was no sound effect at all. So, <laughs> so that, you guys, was, that one was you off. guys remember early, I didn't notice that that probably would have gotten like five more points out of me. So <laughs> Do you guys remember early I iPod days oh, yeah. where they had action movie FX and gun movie FX? Yes. I don't know if you oh, guys yes. remember screen overs though? Yes. All what, the guns would come out of the side of the screen and go, Yes, <laughs> what yes. Me, me and my friend David just couldn't stop thinking of action VFX. Because all the that's explosions yes. when the dude gets blown up with a rocket launcher, that's exactly what it is. Yep. It it is just action. Right out of VFX. the side of the screen. He's yes. dead center, just like in the no, just like in the app. Micah, I'm not only convinced that I could write a better movie than this, I'm convinced that with the resources I have now, Whoa. I could shoot a better Whoa. movie than this is. Come on, us three, man. Micah. Micah ben, had starring You can play as... the lead role. I will give you Frank Castle. Oh, no way. <laughs> no, can I be micro? I'm going you are all the freaking go. This is going to be a top tier film. Come on, <laughs> you've heard it here first. I'll be Jigsaw. Oh, you'll be Jigsaw? Yeah. All right. You got to talk in the New York accent, man. Oh, the accents were terrible. Yeah, they weren't there. Everyone they at the beginning of the movie me. was the same character. Yep, yep. Everyone. And then they killed all of them, so I was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Didn't all right. First shot of this movie, um, what's his is his name Billy? Which I uh, Jigsaw, Jigsaw. B- back when I don't know, it says Billy on on IMDb. Billy the Butte. Billy the Butte. That's what he was. That's all why right. he was so pissed that he got his face. Well, Jigsaw. First shot of the movie. I'm like, is that John Cena? Right away. That is true. Like I, John yo, Cena. I said that too. The actor does look like John Cena. He looked very Cena. John Cena-esque. His, his side profile. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm He's glad you said jaw. that. Yeah. So that guy is in, uh, he is in Christmas Carol, 1999 with Patrick Stewart. That's where I know him from. And he's also from something else, but I can't remember. Chicago. Can't he remember was in where. Tomb Raider. It's in The Wire. Uh, yeah, The Wire. That's the, that's the other one. Yep. The Crown. Yeah, he's in a bunch else. of famous stuff. He he's a well-established actor. Thankfully, after this film, he did he did <laughs> he recovered he, did he recovered Dory. nicely. Who's in Finding Dory? Finding Dory. There you there go. There we go. He's oh, back. John Carter, right there. Arthur Christmas, The Awakening, Johnny English Reborn. That's probably where you know him from. Hey, <laughs> hey. And can we just? I know we're almost done here, but uh, Looney Ben Jim. LBJ. He mentions kidneys a couple times in this film. Yeah. Kidneys and applesauce is a delicacy. What? I'm going to get my applesauce back. Did you know kidneys and applesauce are a delicacy in Sweden? Did you know that? Yes. Yummy, yummy, yummy in my tummy, tummy, tummy. Oh my goodness! He's some of the most random lines. Yeah, he plays a mental comes out of his mouth, well. man. Like, do you know who Theo Vaughn is? No. Do you, Do you know who that is? Either? No. I guess that this point is null then. But Theo Vaughn is someone who just says absolutely. You never know what's going to come out of his. This guy reminds me of it. You know, what was his name? LBJ. LBJ. Yeah. <laughs> Looney Bin Jim. Looney Bin Jim. They're like, don't Micah, call him Looney Bin Jim. Favorite scene. Favorite scene. Favorite scene. Uh, so many to choose from. Oh, uh, I'll, <laughs> oh boy. I'm going to go with 
Yeah, I'll go with the hotel at the end where he's just wreaking havoc, causing all that ruckus going on. Uh, love the gunplay. Love the. Uh, I mean, it's no John Wick. I will say that, but this is also this also Few came are. out like eight years before, nine years before John Wick. So, whatever John Wick came out. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I've got nothing else End to scene. say about it. End scene. Yep, Ethan. I've, I'll go back to the scene with my favorite character, the rocket launcher. When that that, that parkour guy blows up, that's fantastic. I, for anyone listening, just look that up on YouTube. All you have to type in is Punisher Warzone rocket launcher scene. And it's a 14-second clip. It's beautiful. Go watch it. It is beautiful. To make it quick, I'll go with the gun scene where she points the gun at him and he basically is saying that he wants to die. That was the only point in the film where I was like, ooh, I could reach out and grab. The movie has something here, maybe. It was the only time in the film where it had something. So... I'll say that scene, but I, w- I would just say the rocket launcher scene. But to be different. Yeah. To be yeah. different, of course. We can't always harp on the rocket launcher. That's true. With how brilliant it is. And it is brilliant. But let's see if these scores yeah, let's dive into the scores. are going to be Whoa. brilliant. And we're going to start with Micah, who is positive on this movie. Oh. Micah, what, what score What score are you giving Punisher this Warzone? Movie, this movie, uh, like I said before, does some things well. Mm-hmm. And then, Can you uh, name the things it does well? Yeah, please uh, briefly. Don't the, don't go too crazy. Yeah, the uh, uh, I like the fight choreography. <laughs> he doesn't know. I like the uh, how just cold it is. It just cuts people off. It destroys people. It throws people into glass compactors. I think that's something that it does well. Uh, just the brutality of what's going on in this movie. What movie have we seen before this, or even after this? Marvel will never do something like this again. Marvel will never throw somebody Agreed. into a pit and grind them up with glass. Yeah, yeah. Marvel's never going to do something where they just go in and slash this guy's head off and then cut this guy's arm off and then shoot this guy's face in and then punch this other guy's face in. And They're never going to do something like this. And I, I think that's a, a credit to this movie. I hope Marvel never does anything like this again. <laughs> and much like how we'll never see Quack Fu again. Oh, now that one I am sad about. <laughs> we need I, more Quack Fu in our lives. I think this movie has enough action in it to merit the same score as Howard the Duck. No. Six and a half. Okay. Wow. Okay, sorry. I, in my memory, I remember you rating Howard the Duck much, much higher. Oh, no, no. That's still ridiculously high. It was just you guys rated Six it so significantly low. Yes. Um, Had to boost the score. Yeah, it, it's... For me, I don't think I'll watch this again unless I'm... I, I think my dad might like it. I don't know. Um, another positive, it's an action movie without sex scenes in it. That's great. Movies tend to... Action movies tend to have those, and I'd rather not have them. <laughs> So that was but true. That true. was a positive. <laughs> Very nice. Um, okay, a positive. Six yeah. and a half. Howard the Duck. From Micah. Comedy. You guys said it was a bad movie. This movie, action movie. You guys said it was a bad movie. I'd say it's around the same. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. All right. Did okay. Some, did some good things. Other things it did not. Ethan, something tells me that your score is going to be oh, yeah, significantly th- This lower. movie's terrible. I said I could make a better film this is another Howard with the Duck. my eyes closed. And... I could. The, no performance is captivating. No character grabs me. No scene really grabbed me. The, the it's so uninteresting. And I, credit to this movie, the the pacing isn't 
atrocious. I there have been movies on this watch where it's been a, a drag to pacing get through. Pacing was a plus in this, I think. The, yeah, the pacing was not atrocious in this. I found this very watchable. I sat through it and I I saw the scenes and yeah, it it, it was a movie. They produced a film and yeah, I was easy hour and a half. I was <clears throat> I was surprised with how violent they got sometimes, but n- not enough to really make me care. Yep. This movie is a solid four. Four. Yes. A solid Ooh. four. Okay. So the word I would use. So you say this is a little bit of a singular. Yeah. And okay. all right, here, well, yeah. One second. Let yeah. me get, my, yeah. The main thing is the just not figuring out the tone. Yeah. You have a guy like Looney Ben Jim. You have a guy like the um, parkour guys who are so ridiculously cartoony in this grotesquely violent film. Pick an audience and yep. stay with it. Like, I don't. I don't like when you make violence something to laugh at. I don't think it works, in my opinion. I think they're too contradictory. If you want to make violence that makes me laugh, I'm going to watch Tom and Jerry. There you go. Not Punisher Warzone. I like the villains were definitely a, a weak part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't make me laugh uh, for the right reasons. <laughs> I laughed because they were stupid. Yes. <laughs> But ben, so, yeah, the sequel to your favorite movie ever. That's why my one word is frustrating. Mm. At the end of the day, the fact that movies like this still get produced. And e- I mean, even now in 2023, there are still movies that get produced like this. Superhero in genre. I can name a few right now that are just frustrating that they even so- see the light of day. And in, a mo- in an age where the superhero movies in 2008 are getting much better, much, much better. It's sad to see a movie like this perform and do nothing with its source material at all. So I did rank this right away. I was struggling to stay awake during this movie. And there are shades of a better movie here, but not often. And the cringe-inducing stuff with the villains is enough to just drive me over the wall. It's not a three where I gave Hulk because it's an hour and 40 instead of two hours and 20 minutes. But it's not much better than that, and that's why I'm giving it also Ethan's exact score of four. Oh, epic. I'm giving All it right. a four. All right. So six and a half, a four. We'll see what Micah's six and a half does to the I'm the, guessing the 5.2. That's mine. No, we got a five. Oh, no, sorry. A 4.83. 4.83. 4. So how many Marvel films have we reviewed thus far? This was number 20. Number 20. So where does this fall in our top 20 Marvel movies? Whoa. All right. Top 20. It lands in number 15. Just under Blade Trinity, just above Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. So what What are the last five below this movie? The last five, it goes Punisher Warzone, yep. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Dang Hulk it. 2003, Daredevil, Howard the Duck, then coming up in the rear, Elektra. Oh. Silver Surfer is better than this. This is uh, Silver Surfer. I'd go so far as to say is way better than this. <laughs> Dang it! It was my half point that brought uh, Silver Surfer just below. So where is Silver Surfer? Silver Surfer, uh, Ethan, you gave it a four. Ben, you gave it a six. I gave it a four. So it's the same score, but I gave oh. I gave uh, 
So What's it's just barely. Beat. It's a it's I a trend you. with these Punisher movies that that's uh, someone gives a score a little too high, yeah, well, and it carries a movie. Maybe the higher next than one, Ethan, will give be. it a, a much higher score. Yeah, maybe the next Punisher, which uh, we'd have to go backwards in time for that. Yeah, that's or, true. Or very far into the future. Mm. That is true. Ethan, what is our next film for the Marvel movie? Next America? film, I believe, is our only film to come out in 2009 yeah the only film it is wow. x-men origins wolverine and you know this this is the origin of wolverine yeah, so buddy. this is available to watch on stars and uh you can rent or buy it it's not on disney plus i own this movie. oh i also own this movie i like this movie and i have to link up with one of you two gentlemen is 100%. this the is this the japanese one no, that's that's just the that's Wolverine. The Wolverine. This is X Men Origins. Okay, Wolverine. Yeah, here so. I'll, I'll read the synopsis just to get us excited. The early years of James Logan, featuring his rivalry between his brother Victor Creed, his service in the Special Forces Team Weapon X, and his experimentation into the me- metal-lined mutant Wolverine. I am, from what I remember, I haven't seen this in like ten years, but I legitimately remember loving this movie. Like actually. often, often frowned upon in the community yes. of Marvel. Ryan Reynolds is in this one too, as Deadpool. Yeah, we will see well, Deadpool for the Wade Wilson. Time. You can call him. You know what? We'll save it. We'll, we'll save it. it. Yeah, we'll, we'll save, save it, it for there. So watch that movie if you want to follow us along on this Marvel movie marathon. You have an overall rating for uh, Punisher Warzone of four point eight. Comes in at fifteen on our twenty movies. We're moving to twenty one as we chug along through in twenty twenty three with the Marvel movie marathon. At some point, we will also be continuing our Star Wars marathon, but priority right now is the Marvel movie marathon, so we'll be pumping these out every Monday, trying to get through this all before the next Avengers movies come out. I'm fairly confident we will, but you never know. Life does get in the way at certain points. But uh, Micah and Ethan, Last of Us podcast, yes, no? I yeah, think so yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. We can yeah. record tonight. We're gonna do Last of Us. We're gonna try to cover it. That is epic. Because if you haven't got, if you haven't had a chance to see the recent episode on HBO Max, it is very, very good. An emotional start to what I assume to be an emotional just whole around story. You oh, know, yeah. so I'm very I'm looking forward. And I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I am one, along with Ethan, who has not played the game. So I'm very much looking forward to see it unfold. I have the whole thing so. spoiled because I've played the game. Yeah. So. Well, and I assume that's also the appeal. You want to yeah, see it yeah. told very well on screen for a TV format, you know? So, And we can save that discussion. Yeah. yeah. Sneak peek. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. want to miss it. This you don't want to miss This it. is a show you don't want to miss. That's right. And we've also got stuff. I, I, I for sure have stuff coming out on YouTube uh, coming up here in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise... This is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Wenslaw. This is Mike Ahead. Signing off. We all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.